Good morning and welcome to Daily Capepi. Today is Monday, June 24th. How are you, Carter? I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. Um, I got a, I got some flack from a couple of our users. Rightly so, as a tech guy, I accept the uh, ridicule that I'm receiving for using wireless to try and do broadcasting. So I spent the weekend uh, running hardline into my router upstairs in the attic. And it's not quite done. I have a couple things to do. But by Thursday, by, by the live viewings, our debate viewings, I should be hardwired in. Will that help? Nobody knows. I don't know if it's if it is actually the wireless or if it's just that I live in the outskirts of town and I think that'll help. We'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm 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 uh, to me this is uh gaslighting Monday, I want to call it. This is a it's a it's a weekend of gaslighting that's been happening at least from what I can tell. Carrie, uh you and I just watched a Project Veritas video. Do you want to explain what we saw to people? Oh gosh, uh, people. So Project Veritas has been um, doing some amazing inve- investigative journalism the past year or two. Um, they just did the Pinterest video where the the whistleblower at Pinterest came forward uh, within the past month and talked about how Pinterest is uh, is biased against and is is biasing their uh, search results against Christians and conservatives. Um, so now they just came out with a new video with a Google whistleblower and they have some um, hidden camera footage of a Google employee. And, and the subject is how Google is, of course, what we all know is happening, but, but it's nice to have someone from the inside saying, yes, here's what's happening and here's some documents about it. Well, how they're, they're manipulating search results so that they're not showing us what is factual or what people are actually searching for or what the actual popular results are, um, they're manipulating it to show us what they want us to see. And they're teaching AI, they're teaching their computer, this is, this is the craziest part of the video to me, uh, they're teaching their computer how to bias the algorithm by sitting in a room, having a room of SJWs making these decisions. So they're, they're building an SJW computer. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like this is the NPC thing come alive. It's the Google AI. It'd be funny if it weren't uh, true. I mean, eventually the NPC computer will be indistinguishable from social justice warriors because they're they they don't think they just program they just react programmatically. Um. Yeah, I mean, just to be clear, Google has. Carrie, you wanted to. We can run some tests maybe during live quote quote live during this recording, but um. What what was happening is Google, obviously the the people internally are kind of admitting, yeah, we never want 2016 to happen again. Um, but there there are documents that have been released and um, or not released but obtained are very clear very clearly show they have flowcharts that show the editorial process as part of the Google machine about deciding what to what to include and what not to include and how to, how to rank sources and all that kind of stuff, both YouTube and Google. Um, and they, they have this concept of, of machine learning fairness, which as Carrie pointed out is machine learning trained by these social justice warriors. And they explicitly state the example that they gave that was most impactful to me because it was a very 
um, overt admission of what they were doing is if you search for CEO, now in the reality, there are many more male CEOs than female CEOs. So if Google's, if Google viewed its job as an accurate reflection of reality, you would see, you would expect to see in an image search, for example, an, a, an accurate distribution of male versus female CEOs that reflects reality. But Google thinks that is bad. They don't they, want to show you that. They think reality is unfair. Right. So instead, they're intentionally elevating the female CEO so that there's equal female and male CEOs. And who knows, maybe they're going to make it more female CEOs to correct past injustices or whatever. But Google has made it clear that their, their standard is not a reflection of what's happening in reality. Their standard is how to manipulate you into, what, into behaving what they view as more fairly. They want there to be a more fair world that fares the word that they use. And so they're trying to manipulate you into behaving in ways that would help create a, quote, fairer world. But the employee mentioned that Google is going to claim that all these documents that have been leaked and the, and the undercover video that was obtained and this whistleblower, Google's going to say, oh, that's all conspiracy theory. We're not doing that. But the truth is the conspiracy theory is the idea that all of these random employees are manufacturing documents and coming to places like Project Veritas. And like the, the conspiracy theory is that it's not true. Google's pushing a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory is that there's a bunch of people like weird right-wingers making shit up about Google. That's well, the and, conspiracy theory. Well, and you can see. Who's doing this. You can see after the election. I mean, this should have been huge news back then, but you know why it wasn't? Because Breitbart broke it. And they've, they've done such a good job of poisoning people against any source that doesn't, that's not in their ideological echo chamber that adults, the adults are like, I can't watch anything on Breitbart. So how do, they, how, do, how do you bury a story? Let it break in the conservative news because then liberals will never look at it. So after the election, Breitbart broke leaked footage. You can, you can watch footage of the Google CEO of, of people on stage at an employee meeting talking to their employees about how 2016 was horrible and people were full of hate and elected Trump. And we've never, we've got to make sure this never happens again. Like they said this, we want to make sure this doesn't happen. And so, and in this video, Project Veritas has footage, undercover footage of this woman who didn't realize she was being recorded, Jen Janai, G-E-N-N-A-I, whose job title is like head of like ethics and fairness. She's on camera telling you, what the, her definition of fairness is not really fairness. My definition of fairness, our definition of fairness, she says in the video is about, uh, it includes quote, uh, it, our definition of fairness includes historically marginalized communities. Okay, that's SJW speak. That's her definition of fairness is not what you actually think it is. And then she goes on to say, anybody who voted for Trump does not agree with our definition of fairness. So- right. Those sites are being, of course, they're, they're, they're filtering out conservative sites. They're, they're in the video, it talks about how, um, you know, they own YouTube, of course. So they have started censoring YouTubers, which we know has been happening with the purge. Um, it talks about what's funny to me is the Google insider, uh, the anonymous whistleblower. He says after, 
after this one recent meeting they had that a couple different, he names a couple different YouTubers who were hit hard in terms of view counts, not just monetization, but view counts. He named uh, Dave Rubin, Carpe Diem, and Tim Pool. I don't know Carpe Diem, but Dave Rubin and Tim Pool, two of those people are liberals. This is happening to liberals. Like, wake up, liberals. This is not about right-wingers. This is about you. And you know who they come for after Dave Rubin? They come for people even further to the left. They're not going to stop it. Like, this doesn't stop at Alex Jones. Well, and, and the, it, because Google, the, the odd thing was Google views Dave Rubin and Tim Pool as right-wingers. I don't know who the other person was either, but yeah. they're viewed as right-wing simply because they're not evangelical left. Because um, they're not SJW. Right. And, you know, this... This actually also reminds me of, so Google, I'm sure Google is going to try and gaslight all of us. Google has been gaslighting all of us. We don't do that. What, you, you, you're, no, baby, I'm not, I'm not manipulating search results, baby. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Google, that's what Google's telling us. Google is going to continue to gaslight all of us and tell us this. Um, it reminds me of this article that I know uh, a few of our followers posted on, on Twitter and commented on Twitter over the weekend in The Guardian about uh, free speech. I think the article was called, let me find it here. Free speech isn't under threat. It just suits bigots and boors to suggest so. And again, I, I won't walk through this whole thing, but this is uh, this person, Martha Gill, just, she's just gaslighting. It's a horrible, it's a very poorly written in terms of uh, logical, committing logical fallacies and straw men and that kind of thing. So it's a poorly written anti-intellectual article, but she's basically saying, oh, there's no such thing. You're, you're, you know, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's not under threat. It's just that, hey, these debates are over. We shouldn't have certain debates in the public because, you know, we're done talking about those things. Um, and, and she, you know, she uses uh, a few straw man arguments and some cherry picking and stuff like that to, to make her point. I'm, it's, that article is not worth going through, but that article immediately made me think of gaslighting. Then we watched this Project Veritas Thing and I, and the idea that Google's going to now say, oh, that's is a conspiracy theory. They're, they're just gaslighting. Um, and they're trying to get us to believe another conspiracy theory, which is that this huge organization that we know for certain has social justice ideology sitting at the top of it is really objective and not doing any of these things. But there's a whole network of these conspirators trying to make them look bad. That's That's what we're supposed to believe. That's what Google would have us believe, which is obviously ridiculous. Um, they have, they have, I think uh, if we, if we decide to do this, uh, <laughs> this search results thing and just see what we get, they, in the video, they show uh, someone typing in, he types in Hillary Clinton's emails in the search bar of Google. And when you do that, you'll see that it doesn't autocomplete which would lead you to believe nobody's ever searched for that phrase ever. Hillary Clinton's emails doesn't autocomplete because no one searches for that. But if you go, go to Google Trends, you can see that quite a few people do search for it. It actually, you know what they're going to do next is they're going to fix Google Trends. They're going to go in there and change the algorithm so yes. it doesn't actually show you. They will do that next because in the video, Trends contradicts with their search bar. In the video, you can see this and he has, he has, um, leaked documents from Google that talk about how they're manipulating the search algorithm with the CEO thing, for example, how, well, if we did a search for CEO, it might mostly turn up pictures of men. And even though that reflects reality, that's not fair. And, it, and you know what it says in their documents? It, it, or she says, the insider says, da, 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 we want to uh, ask how we might help society reach a more fair and equitable state. 
They're not asking, how can we give you the most accurate search results? They're asking, how can we help change society and make it more to our liking and to our vision? Um, I know I'm rambling. This, right. this just makes me so angry. And, and as to get to your point about gaslighting, people have been noticing the problem with the search bar results for a while now. Like I remember there've been a couple different threads where people have said, Hey, if you search on Google image search for inventors, it gives you almost exclusively pictures of black inventors. Why is that? Yeah. And, and different things like that they've manipulated, but in the past without a Google insider to say, yes, this is happening. They've been gaslighting. Just like you said, they're like, Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. And then they'll go in and they'll tweak it again. But they, they do this. They manipulate the results. The other thing James O'Keefe brings up, and, and this is from the legal perspective, and I think it is important to be aware, and we've talked about this before, um, I don't want regulation for these large companies because they'll just, this, this will just become merged with a bureaucracy, which, and the deep state, that's what will happen. This will get merged more closely with the deep state than it may already be. Um, but they talk, you know, they talk about Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. This is the this is the carve out that allows platforms like Google to be exempt from um, libel and slander libel laws, basically and slander laws, right? So, uh, generally, if you are the editor of a magazine, let's say Carrie publishes a magazine, and they say, you know, they, she she has an article that defames someone in the article. There's defamation. Well, that magazine and Carrie can be sued because she's now published defamation and she had editorial control. So there, but there's a carve out. Obviously, you don't want that for a, an internet site that's just returning search results, for example, or a discussion forum that they're not in control of, of the content. Anyone can post and say anything. You don't want the company to be liable for defamation. You want that to fall through to the person who's actually making the claim. Um, now in order to get that carve out though, you have to not be editorializing. You can't be picking and choosing content. You can't be behaving like an editor. You have to basically be only taking stuff down or doing stuff that's legally required. So you may have, or maybe objective community guidelines that are very clear, you know, no porn or whatever. So you can enforce objective guidelines like that, but you can't be editorializing. And what Google is doing clearly, clearly falls under the definition of, of editorializing. Just even by this woman's own, Jen Janai's own admission, the, our, she says, as you said, Carrie, our definition of fairness, uh, you know, most people who voted for Trump wouldn't agree with. Well, then it's not a universal definition of fairness. Then it's a, then it's a politicized first definition of fairness by definition, by what you just said. So, if you're using that definition then to make decisions, you are editorializing. That's, that's what you're doing. So there is a, there is, you know, there is a violation there of section 230, but uh, no one seems to be going after them for this. I'm not sure why, but. But I think, I think that they, people might start to do that because I've, I never heard that until recently. And now I'm starting to hear it a lot is these, these places are masquerading as platforms but the, and they're getting the protection of platforms, but they're acting as publishers. Yes, and I think they and I think they are also. Uh, you could make a case that they're also liable for fraud because they have fraudulently fraudulently lured users 
onto the platform by claiming that they are a platform that doesn't editorialize when in fact they do editorialize. Um, Here's one of the most egregious ones in the video. If you search for men can, the auto completes, and they just ran through a couple of them in the video, but I just looked to see what they all are. This is what they show you on Google as the most popular search, like they fill it in for you auto complete. So just put, if you just put men can have babies, get pregnant, men can get pregnant. They want you to believe that's the second most searched for term of men can men can have periods. <laughs> men can have babies. Now men can cook men can think about nothing. If you yeah. search for women can, it's like women can do anything. <laughs> well, Carrie, let's, let's do some searches. Yeah. Some searches. Yeah. Let's do some. People can watch what I'm doing. I'm in brave. I'm going to do it transparently. I'm going to open a new private window, which means um, it shouldn't have my past history. There shouldn't be any, anything here it should be clean, right? Should be a clean window. So notice that I've got DuckDuckGo as my normal, uh, my normal um, search engine. You should change. So one thing you can do: stop using Google. Change to DuckDuckGo. So Google despises you. Get off of Google. They despise you. I'm gonna go to Google. And let's, Carrie. What do you want to do? Men. Let's do men are. Men are. Men are from Mars and from Venus. This isn't bad. Men are like waffles. Men are like rubber. Men like men are like rubber bands. Another men are from Mars. Men are like Bluetooth. Men are visual. Men are waffles. I don't know where this waffle scrap is coming from. Men are babies. Men are hunters. That's not. This isn't actually bad. I don't. I'm, I don't mind trying this. Let's try women are. Women are beautiful. Women are. Women are from Venus. Women aren't. Aren't nags. Women are funny, get over it. Women are sacred. Women are not rehabilitation centers. Oh my gosh. Women are not rehabilitation centers. So let's try, let's try, let's, let's do the ones that James did first. Men uh, can. Have babies, get pregnant. You're right. It's the same. Women can. Vote, do anything. Fly. Be drafted. Yeah. Women, women can vote. Women can do anything. Men can have periods. Men can get pregnant. <laughs> that's so, that's so crazy. Oh, he did Hillary emails. Yeah. I just want to, I want to try this. Uh, so here. Um, Hillary Clinton emails. Nothing, nothing. Now, incidentally, Something that so in the video he he compared it to Trump emails, but no one searched for Trump emails. Let's look up Steele dossier. It shows up. Shows up. Um, what are some other? Of Trump course things? it does. They want you to find the Steele dossier. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, and also, but see, his point with Donald Trump emails is nobody searches for Donald Trump emails. That's not like a subject, and yet. Google lets that autocomplete. Yep, that's a good as, point. As if that's a subject that people look for. But, and if it were, let's say 10 people search for that, compared to how many people search for Hillary Clinton's emails, they don't let that autocomplete at all. Right, right. Well, and he explained why they don't let 
he explained in the video why they don't let Hillary Clinton's emails autocomplete. The, the answer was Hillary Clinton, um, her emails is basically they view it as like a conspiracy theory and they're trying to shut down discussion of it because it's not, it wasn't, it's not relevant as big conspiracy theory or big, you know, only right-wing crazies search for it and it's not part of what should be in the zeitgeist. So, so search for, I'm, I'm just curious, search for Alex Jones, which is someone who all the platforms have tried to unperson. Okay. So let's search for Alex Jones. As Carrie pointed out, this is someone the platforms have been, they've been trying to deplatform under unperson Alex Jones. And we get Alex Jones, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones podcast, GIF, tinfoil hat, restaurant folk song. It's not bad. Now hit enter though. See what the results are. Well, Wikipedia, which is a fine first entry, some news stories, news stories. I mean, it's news stories about what's been going on with him recently, which I don't think is inappropriate. No, but no, but look what they purposefully don't link to. Infowars should be one of the top search results for Alex Jones. That's true. That's true. Go Info to DuckDuckGo and see what they have or Bing or anyone. This goes to their authoritative sources thing where they've, they've said that certain websites are not authoritative. Well, Carrie, actually look at this. Look at the difference in completion between DuckDuckGo and, um, and Google. When I typed Alex Jones, let's go back to Google for just a sec. When I typed Alex Jones, the things that were coming up, Joe Rogan, podcast, GIF, Instagram, tinfoil hat, restaurant, folk song, live, right? These are the, the autocompletes. Look at the autocompletes in DuckDuckGo. When I type in Alex Jones, Infowars, Net Worth, YouTube, Prison Planet, Meme, Podcast, Wikipedia. So Infowars is one of the ones that pops up right away, just in the autocomplete, which does not happen on Google. Let's press enter on DuckDuckGo. Uh, Infowars.com shows up. The very first link, Infowars, then Wikipedia, then another Infowars link. Um, his Instagram, his, um, some Twitter stuff. I don't know. If it's not his, actually. Someone's Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then yeah. Okay, so Infowars should be the first thing that comes up because that's the thing. Look, if, if the search algorithm is working correctly, what are people looking for when they look for Alex Jones? They're looking for Infowars.com. Like if, if, like if it, his website was called AlexJones.com, it couldn't be any more related to him than Infowars. Right. That's what should be coming up. Comes up number one. On a on a uh, search engine like DuckDuckGo that doesn't falsely unfairly manipulate search results, it comes up number one. Where does it come up on Google? It's not even in the top ten. I it's bet not you. On the first page. In fact, here we can scroll. It's not on the first page. It's on the second page, uh, two thirds of the way down. These assholes! <laughs> like these assholes. It makes me so mad. Yep. Yep. Gary, can I say something about this more generally? Because I know I, I, I do I do think you should get away from Google. Absolutely. By the way, you also don't have to use Gmail. Um, I know Gmail is free. Proton, we use Proton Mail. It's five bucks a month. It's I think it's five bucks a month, something like that. It's pretty pretty cheap, um, and better from a security perspective. But 
you know, we're, we're, they're going to, they're going to hook you on convenience. So you need to get the other day I said, you needed to have a little friction in your life. You need to create a little friction. Well, some of that friction is going to be for you. You're going to have to do things that aren't as convenient. Like we had an Alexa when it first came out just because my wife is a uh, technophile. So we had an Alexa, but we used it for like, you know, a little bit and then it's unplugged and we don't even use it anymore. Uh, is it, was Alexa very convenient? Yeah. Do we want an open mic sitting in our kitchen, listening to everything we say, sending it back to Amazon to decide whether or not we're trying to wake Alexa up? No. So we chose the less convenient option of not having Alexa. So um, the thing I want to say is this isn't political. I, I have said this before, but I want to really emphasize this. This isn't political. This is philosophical and cultural. All this stuff carries starts with philosophy. Um, and I think this starts with a difference. Specifically, I think the difference here is epistemology and ethics. Those two branches are the most important. I don't think, I don't think these people are disagreeing on metaphysics so much. I think they're disagreeing on epistemology and ethics. And I think those are dangerous, especially from a search engine. Um, so, you know, epistemology is the study of the theory of knowledge. How do you know what's true and what's not true? Um, and the rational perspective is, well, um, we observe and we rigorously use logic to vet and to integrate those observations and empirical evidence into a logically coherent view of the universe and, and continually um, check that and challenge that with other data, other arguments, other uh, you know, observations so that we can figure out what the actual truth is. That's how we decide what truth is. Um, and I think Google differs on this rational epistemology by believing that what is true is really more what's desired. So uh, is, it, is it true that there's an equal balance of CEOs? Well, it should be, kind of. Like, or, or, for example, when they talk about maybe the Hillary Clinton email is a better example, right? Is the, is the issue with her emails true? Well, it is true, but they don't like it. So they kind of wish it wasn't true. So it's not true in the sense of being fair and accurate. It's not fair and accurate to talk about them. So they, they might say, well, it's not true. It's not true because it's, it's a conspiracy theorist or because Alex Jones says it or because Breitbart publishes it. Therefore, it's not true. It's not, it's not from the, the sources that we like. There's the genetic fallacy. It's not from the ones that we like. It's not true. So there's an epistemological problem at Google, which is extremely scary given that Google is an information hub and, and the information hub for most people on the planet or many people, at least in the U S. Um, and then there's a separate question. Uh, there's a separate difference I think, which is ethics. Um, and the big difference I see here in ethics is the end justifying the means. So for, for you and I, and for most normal people, Carrie, we would not say that the ends justify the means generally, right? We would not say, Oh, um, you know, you got to lie to people to get them to do what's good for them. We would say, well, no, uh, the truth is more important. You can't, you got to tell them the truth. You can't, you can't manipulate human beings. You can't use uh, nefarious methods just because it it's furthers your agenda. And therefore, if you were running a large tech company, you would say, well, you can't socially manipulate people. If, if they're going to vote for Trump, they're going to vote for Trump and we might not like it, but this is what they're going to do. Our job is to just be honest and, and 
present an accurate view of the universe uh, and, and information and provide, provide information to people at, as accurately as possible. But that's not their view. That's not their ethics. That's not their code, right? They want, they believe just, there's a, there's a, there's a um, sister organization to Antifa called by any means necessary. They're active here in the Bay area. I, I think they're active elsewhere, but by any means necessary is an overt reference to, you know, obviously ends justify the means, right? It's, that's the mentality of Google ethically. That's their ethical mentality. That's why it's okay to throw um, milkshakes at people or acid on people or hit people over the head with bricks or pepper spray people or whatever. It's because the end is they want this society that they believe these people don't speak or these people are ostracized or jailed or killed or whatever. And so whatever they can do to get there, if they got to hurt some innocent people, so what? If they've got to get rid of the freedom of speech for some people, so what? The ends justify the means to them. And that should frighten the hell out of you because they're a huge, huge, powerful organization who believes that the ends justify the means and they've got resources and they're social justice warriors. It should scare it you. It's like the guy says in the video, the Google Insider says, it's like 1984 should have been a warning instead of an instruction manual. And there's a lot of leftist friends of mine who are, who act like retards. I'm sorry, I'll use that word because I know it's triggering to them. <laughs> I'm not talking about actually mentally handicapped people. I'm talking about idiots, purposeful idiots who act like 1984. Well, if it's not the government doing it, then it's not happening. It's happening. Does right. it matter if it's the government doing it yet? It will be eventually, but right. this is almost worse in a way because this is almost worse because, because you act like, because a, a, a book of fiction wasn't written in which he imagined social media and wrote it about social media, then it's not really happening. Like you would only notice, if, if, notice it if it was the government doing it. You're an idiot. It is happening. Right. It, and it, I'm sorry, it makes me... It makes me furious because people on the left should be the ones who are the, the first to stand up against this. It right. is censorship, mass censorship. Right. Um, Which is why I think it's important, Carrie, that it's a philosophical and cultural problem. To, it's, important to, it's important to note that because censorship, we, that's not a legal thing. Philosophy and culture are not legal things. Censorship can happen outside of the government. Yes, government censorship is illegal, or theoretically should be, and we're not arguing the government should step in and do stuff here. But what we are saying is we've got a culture of censorship is brewing, and you're ignoring it because it's brewing in the wrong pot. I think part of them is just afraid to... It's like that they allow themselves to ignore it because it's not the government doing it, because they're afraid to even acknowledge that this is happening. I'm sorry, this is a scary reality, but this is, this is the world that you're living in. I know you I would rather like, spend, they, I don't know if they like it. Oh, well, I guess some of them do because the people being censored are people they hate. Um, look, I just, I think a lot of them just, they want to stick their head in the sand because they would rather be able to go about their day without, without acknowledging that this is the reality that they're living in. This is a, this is an example of how pervasive this ideology is and the fact that we are in the midst of a pretty serious culture war. And I'm concerned, I'm, I'm concerned about the 2020 election for two reasons. One is, 
I think they're going to manipulate. I mean, they're obviously they're going to do their damnedest to manipulate the hell out of the populace. I mean, they are going to, they're going to do, they're going to walk right up to the edge and over the edge, probably even of legality to do whatever they can, because if it, if it works, they will be forgiven, right? If it works and some, one of these Democrats gets into office, they will be forgiven. And, and we will never find out the extent of their damage. It will be like, or the extent of their dishonesty, it'll be swept under the rug. So they have every incentive to just, they're just gonna go for it on this election. So one of my concerns is that. The other one is if it fails, if it fails, I, I think the hysteria is going to be magnified tenfold because last time they were not pulling out all the stops and they kind of thought they had it in the bag and Trump won anyway. I mean, they were doing a little bit of stuff, I'm sure, but this time they're pulling out all their stops. And if it fails, the, the thing that you have to understand about the social justice, the, the evangelical left, or that we've called them the control left in the past, it's a standard leftist thing to be a busybody who wants to control everything. These people were not elected. So if you're the politician type, you want, you rise to power so you can control everyone through legislation. But if you're not the politician type and you're, you know, you, you rise up through a private company like Google, that's extremely powerful. You still want to control everyone. You still want to pull all the levers. You're just not doing it from the government. You're doing it from uh, the size of a, you know, the, a sizable, a giant corporation that has all this power. And one of the undercover people, Carrie, even said she didn't like the idea of Google being broken up because then they wouldn't have the resources to do this in a coordinated fashion. You'd have a lot of different companies would have to fight the battle against uh, Trump or basically fight the battle for social justice. A lot of people would have to do this in a coordinated way. And that's a lot harder without the resources. It's a good thing. Google is such a behemoth. We can control much we, more easily. We, we can control resources. people because it's just one of us. Yeah. Yeah. She so, says in the video for people, I just pulled up the quote, like people really need to go watch this, but just in case you're not, you just want to listen to us. She says in the video, not realizing she's being recorded. We all got screwed over in 2016. It wasn't just us. The people got screwed over. The news media got screwed over. Like everybody got screwed. So we're rapidly been like, uh, she goes, how do we prevent it from happening again? We're also, we're also training our algorithms. Like if 2016 happened again, would we have, would the outcome be different? Like she says in the video, we, this is all we've been working on since 2016. Right. This is a big deal. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge deal. And you got to remember, I know that you want to think that there's, there's some objectivity here for these people because it's nice to think about. But there's, it, by their definition, what happened, what, what the people voted for, the election result, what happened, it was all wrong and objectively wrong and unfair and a blight on humanity. And by any means necessary, they will stop it again because they are zealots who believe they are right. I'm Look, saying, this isn't surprising like, to me either. It's just... It's nice to have the evidence. Yeah, but we, we kind of have known this is another layer of evidence. Um, I, we need to stop saying we, like, we want more evidence. Like I would like Veritas to get more evidence because the more the better. But we have enough. There is enough evidence at this point to, to treat Google like the hostile entity that they are. And frankly, you know, their big concern that Trump is going to feel like that, oh, what if he never steps down? 
blah, blah, blah. Well, you're going to give him reason. You're going to lend, if, if that's really a threat, you're doing an awful lot to lend credibility to a claim that he might make, which is that the election was manipulated and stolen from him. You're, you're doing everything you can to lend credibility, Google. Because all he's got to do is point to this shit and be like, look, this is what, this is what was going on. Who cares about a few Russian ads? There's billions and billions of dollars directed at manipulating the public opinion and changing the Overton window, changing what you can talk about and what you can't talk about. Look, I want to say something. You and I had this long two-hour discussion the other day about evil and when is it appropriate to call a person evil. And I have no problem calling an ideology evil and I have no problem calling a company evil. Google is evil, yes. and, which is funny considering that they tell you right there, their slogan used to be, don't be evil. Everything this company does is doublespeak. This whole ML fairness, machine learning fairness, it's unfairness. Right. Their logo is don't be evil. They are friggin' evil. Well, I'll, I'll add a caveat to the fairness thing. Uh, never trust anyone who talks about fairness. Fairness is a, is a shit concept. It has nothing to do with justice. It has nothing to do with objectivity. It has nothing to do with reality. Fairness is a shit, shit philosophical concept. It is subjective. It's based on feelings and it's incongruent with reality. So anyone who talks about fairness, stay, just steer clear of people who talk about fairness generally. It's, that's my, that's my fairness rant. Okay. What? I was going to say we should wrap this up. We have 40 yes. minutes in. All right, let's wrap up, Carrie. Say goodbye. Oh, and we'll see everyone on, well, we'll see you, every, you know, tomorrow, but also... Uh, the debates. Don't forget about uh, our debate viewing party on Wednesday and Thursday night. I'll try not to swear or call anyone a retard. I will not try to do that. By the way, Carrie, one thing I did, I have an idea. We can cut this part out, but I have an, I have an idea. Um, the, they mentioned that the AI algorithm goes through and does transliteration and so uh, figures out what people are saying in YouTube videos and then tries to figure out where, where to place them. We could maybe at the end of our credits, we should make like a five or 10 minute long word salad where you and I just say a bunch of stuff that's all social justice -y. And we'll just put it after the credits and tell everyone to stop watching after that point so that the algorithm starts to think that we're maybe social justice positive, or at least we screw it up a little bit. Here, let, this is a good idea. Here, let me record something now. You put this in at the end, like. Okay. Okay. Men can get pregnant. Men have periods. <laughs> just use some. <laughs> Trans women are women. Yes. <laughs> social justice. I don't know. It's hard for me to social justice is our friend. <laughs> can't even do it anymore. I can't even. We love Google. You can't uh, say the prayers properly. I can't say the prayers anymore. I can't say the magic spells anymore because that's what they are.